0: you just sing the song
1: well you said you were gonna sing the song i'm if not
0: gonna sing the song i don't know the song that's way too many words
1: you're gonna deprive the audience you, you promised like, the audience I'm
0: not gonna- you're going at singing. you can sing that song i don't even know it
1: all right well i hope the audience doesn't tweet you at emma stone tyler okay. on twitter and says how mad they are, are. we recording right oh, now we're so- recording this is all in the episode
0: i'm not singing saying <laughs> I, I i didn't remember how long it was and i don't have the time to rehearse and i also just for lack of a better word don't want to so luke's gonna sing the song
1: well wait emma do you know what time it is like, should we even do the whole thing, do you think? Like what time is it? What? Do you know what time it is?
0: It's this is a pun. And it's when it was leading to <laughs> the <this> song. It's
1: <laughs> It's that time again. <sighs> Can't you feel it, my friends? The band's here playing all the right chords.
0: Do you feel good? Like I called it, it was a pun.
1: <laughs> it's the night of nights, so everyone hop aboard for the decom. The DECOM Choice Awards. Oh. Okay, I will admit I went too low on that, but the, your response was to go screeching out. Yeah, high. you
0: went too low, so I, I went thought too low. I would even it out. And I went too low. Middle.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the third, but also kind of fourth annual, but third of its being its own episode, DECOM Choice Awards. I'm ecstatic here tonight. I'm in a tuxedo, and you can't prove And I'm otherwise.
0: naked.
1: <laughs> you can't disprove either of those <laughs> facts. I'm feeling great tonight. You know, we've got so many wonderful I mean, nominees.
0: We've,
1: <laughs> we've got so many wonderful nominees who have joined us this evening. Mm-hmm. By And by joined us, I mean it's just the two of us, as usual. What
0: if we were all in one big Zoom with, like, Debbie Ryan? Yeah. Oh, that so great.
1: Or if we had just bought, like, a million cameos from
0: oh my God. Disney Channel
1: celebrities. Yes. <laughs> that actually would be great. Um, But if you're new around here. I wish we had
0: the funds for that. I mean, maybe um, if we go behind a paywall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you're new around here and are confused what this is, at the end End of a year of our show, a season, if you will we go back through all the movies we've watched and we hand out some awards on the best and mostly the worst of what we've experienced in that time. Um, so for this season... It's like
0: the Oscars and the Razzies if they were exactly. one show. Which, honestly, they, they should, should be. be. They, they should, should be. be.
1: You should make Dakota Johnson I mean, come up on stage during the Oscars and be like, yeah, I don't know what you want from me, guys. The Fifty Shades films are bad. And
0: I want that back-to-back with something about calling by your name. Like, I want all of those people in oh, the yeah, same yeah. room. And I'd watch that for eight hours. I
1: would watch... It, it would make award shows better. It just would.
0: So, um, that's a free idea idea, Hollywood. But
1: I don't want award shows to do better because we already have the best one. And considering most award shows are canceled, we, I think, categorically have the best yes. one this year. So We
0: were trendsetters. We were all digital first. That's true. Then.
1: That's true. We were all remote. Um, but let's just hop into it. Um, the movies we're going to be covering are Brink to Radio Rebel, but let's start with what I think is always the most hotly contested category each year. Emma, do you know what category I'm referring to?
0: Um, most superfluous character? No, that's the last (laughs) one we do. Um, this,
1: although. That's my favorite. I will say though that this was a, uh, an interesting year, I feel, for awards where we were putting this list together and I feel like we had to do a little more bending of the general conventions than usual, but you know what? We got a great list and we're here to talk about the worst Parent. We did not have to bend anything for the worst parent because there's always many, always always good options. Always, so many good options,
0: and by good we mean bad.
1: Of course. Um. And so first up, we have Rob and Delilah Adams from Radio Rebel. Wow. Just.
0: I will admit more One unconventional than dad. What was
1: stepdad? The mother just seemed to be concerned with her own entire vibe and just railroaded Debbie Ryan into doing whatever she wanted. Okay. And then the dad. Just Are we lis- supposed to give
0: our opinions here? or Do we just list the nominees and then we give our opinions? Uh, we we
1: generally give like a quick breeze over. But
0: my thing about these is yes, they were terrible. But also, I just thought they were bizarre. Like they weren't—they weren't, they weren't stand out as being terribly bad at parenting. They were just terribly the, bizarre characters, mm-hmm. and they didn't fit the norms of of what I thought a parent should be, or what I thought a human on this earth should be. Very true. So, so that was tough. Which also makes them not a great parent, because mm-hmm. if you are not a human on this earth, how do you know the norms of parenting? Def- but, definitely
1: more unconventional than a straight up yes, bad parent. Yes. But I do think they had some missteps. Uh, next up is Ralph Brinker, Andy's dad from Brink. What
0: an asshole! Yeah, this this is a weird. Them. What a miserable asshole that it, man was it,
1: it runs into the same thing as uh, We had in like motocross, where the parent Is bad but also they're trying to Give them like an arc to be better but like, the ways he was bad were more confusing than any, and anything. And there was that
0: whole, re- like, redeeming monologue in the garage.
1: And also he had, like, his back wounded. He was just a
0: miserable man. It was a whole He thing. was miserable. And he took all of his... And I understand his back was wounded, mm-hmm. but don't take it out on your mm-hmm. wife and kids, man.
1: Very true. Very true. Uh, then we have uh the Wilds, who are Christopher Wilde's parents Those from Those people Starstruck. were
0: pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, which, like, and I know what
1: you're thinking, audience, but wait a minute. That does. I barely remember these people from the films, from that film. That You're correct, but... If you look on paper at what those people were we're doing, doing,
0: this one takes a bit of subtext. It does. We did call it out on the podcast that they were ostensibly driving this child singer, actor, into the ground mm-hmm. for their own financial gain. Yes. They were like momager to the max. They were the Dina Lohans of the DCOM world. That kid didn't have a second to breathe. And they were reaping the benefits and pouring all that money into cardboard cutouts to hang up in their stupid house. Yes. And at the end, he literally had to sit fire his own parents. He, did fire, his own he parents. did fire his own parents. He did fire his own parents. I'm surprised he also didn't
1: go for full emancipation from that. And but... he should
0: have. Because you know all that money is being spent on hookers and ping pong tables. <laughs> like, I don't trust...
1: Not wait, that... wait, wait. They're <laughs> spending the money on hookers and ping yeah, you think that's going into college fun? Well, no, but why would the parents, like the married parents, buy hookers and ping-pong sure. tables? They have an
0: open marriage, obviously. Yeah, you okay. could have told okay. that from one look at them.
1: And last on our list are all of the parents from Cadet Kelly. Wow. Once again, we do have a stepdad in the mix. But,
0: but it was a mom-a-dad and a stepdad. It
1: was a mom-a-dad and a stepdad, and they all were making horrible decisions. A real
0: devil's three-way, if you <laughs> want to <laughs> <laughs> they were all oof, miserable. Oof.
1: I did something about applying that <laughs> term to this situation. Is rough.
0: The mom was an asshole and just was focused on getting her own dick wet in her new family. I know. I'm going to
1: no, disagree. I don't think the mom was an asshole. I think she just was so inconsiderate of her child. Yes. I think the stepdad was an asshole because he was just a clo- cold, closed-off man. And then he's marrying this woman with this very free-spirited daughter. And then it's like, you know what? I'm gonna make force her life to change into a totally new environment. And then
0: be shocked when she doesn't, doesn't fit in. And not
1: help her facilitate that then transition not, whatsoever. He, you're right,
0: he was an asshole, and she was just a selfish bitch. Mm-hmm. And the dad was just Negligate. a fucking piece of just shit. Negligent. He was just absent. He was an absentee he father. He was
1: going around the world even, taking photos. He
0: was even worse than an absentee father, because it was a kind of father where you had to take care of him. Mm-hmm. Like, she was worried for his own safety, because yes. that man was such a piece of shit.
1: Because he was an going around to, to Chad and Beirut and all. <laughs> These I, places. I, I didn't that like guy. that guy either. I and, and the only part I enjoyed about his character was when he fell off a cliff.
0: Um, he deserved to the, fall. Nah, off that I, cliff.
1: I, you know, yeah, you said it, not me. Um, Emma, who's your pick on? I'm to? the Why cadet I'm just,
0: Cali parents. The cadet
1: Cali parents. Yes, um, every single
0: one of those fuckers.
1: Yeah, I think I'm. I just think categorically, I have to give it to them as well. I think if you just look at, and the,
0: I don't know if they had an unfair advantage because it was a team of three. That's true. And the rest of these that's was true. either a single person or a team of two. So maybe they got an extra boost. But I'm just saying, for me, it's a runaway.
1: For me, it, the reason I'm picking them is. Because because if you look at the other three competitors and the steps they took to being bad parents, I think all three of the cadet parents also did all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, Robin Delilah from Radio Rebel pushed the daughter to do things she didn't want to do. Cadet Kelly did yep. absolutely. Um Ralph Brinker was confused about like what the da- daughter uh, passion. You know, right confused about the child's passion and was scared of it. Personality. Cadet Kelly parents, absolutely. And then the Wilds, putting their own financial gain <laughs> in front of their child's 100 percent the parents of Cadet Kelly win worst parent yes. this year. Um even if they did have a very good emotional core scene at the end where she calls that, I don't care. The, the scene where she calls them both her dad was very good, and I'm not taking that away from the film. Um, but let's look on the other end of that spectrum. We're going to the best parents now. But do we
0: see who won the popular vote? Oh,
1: of course. Well, we agreed. So technically we did, but also the audience agreed with us and both of them.
0: Good call, Oh yeah,
1: that's why I just skipped over because it was was one of the rare, unanimous (laughs) vote from- It was a uh,
0: runaway win. It was a
1: runaway. Not only amongst us in the polls, they far and away took home the gold. Um, but let's move on to the best parents. We have Eileen and Steve Stevens from Even Stevens. Liked them a lot. Yeah, very good. Uh, Gwen Piper from Halloween Town 4. Um, Greg Enders from Right on Track.
0: Mm, you're dead a-
1: And Jim and Judy Marshall, literal superheroes from Up Up and Away. <laughs> this is an interesting category. This is what I was saying earlier about the being an interesting year for nominations. And I, I'm always concerned about putting people from TV shows on these lists because they have so much we have so much more time to get to know them. But also, Emma and I never really watched even Stevens that much, so we just kind of had to take them at face value from the film. And
0: I really liked that the mom was like a senator mm-hmm. and had a big time job and they seem to really love their kids they 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 obviously had flawed children um
1: they're making then, the best of it But
0: they and i i don't know i really really enjoyed them and i think i they also that also speaks to good acting those yes. are both good actors um but I, I and i felt that they really loved each other and i i think they have good comedic i don't know I, I that's what i was gonna say
1: is that I, it's the same thing as we've said um many times before about the parents and Lizzie McGuire and like I also think a Waverly Place you could throw that in there when you have the good pa- actors you have good actors playing the parents and they give they are just as funny as the kid characters you know you've done your job right because mm-hmm. the parents and even Stevens are genuinely funny even if the film wasn't as much about them Gwen Piper
0: is she a return nominee?
1: she's a return nominee well she I think is bounced around between <laughs> worst the, and best which is like the weird and again truth. this
0: has the same thing like could she have a leg up because we know her so well we know her from three previous movies it's it similar to a TV show or we've, we've been into touch with her before but she really is one of the few bright spots of this absolute shit bag of a which
1: is, four which cool. is insane because she's in so little of it
0: And but she comes in to save the goddamn day when she everyone else in drives she
1: comes so hard to save the day but, because there's
0: no way out otherwise She drive, They everyone else drives this movie right into the it's ground it's
1: literally like mom I screwed up so bad I need you to come to Halloween town and save me and the she's lesson like, All of right. this
0: movie is ostensibly call your mom for yep, help That's true. when you literally cannot solve the problem because you are Just Sarah Paxton mom. and you're a dummy you have to call your mom and she yep. will come to your college and pick you up from that frat party, baby. That's because that is literally what happens.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Greg Enders is an interesting pick. I think he teetered on the precipice of good parent. Because uh, I think the mom raised some valid points about his... <laughs> Parenting style.
0: I think the mom and the dad were on the brink of a divorce. Yeah, that's well, they did. I- as we said
1: in real life, they did get divorced. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: clear. They, they, though, you read that Wikipedia article before they showed up on set, and those actors were like, "We're gonna play this. Yeah, like, we're gonna we play this like, like,
1: we're like, and a few are staying together for the kids. I think he was right in the end that the girls just loved, loved the it. Sport.
0: I I, I, maybe that's the portrayal. Who's to say about the real Greg Enders in mean, yes. this movie? They really did love the sport, and he supported them, mm-hmm. and also like never had a misogynistic bone in his body about no. them not shouldn't be doing it. He was, you know, I felt very, very good in that sense. He really like fucking hated that other kid and that crazy misogynistic dad who yeah. was awful. We'll
1: talk about them later. Uh, but also he was a parent. we, and this is us fan-fearing, he had some kind of under-the-table dealings in order to fund the entire operations where they got Unclear to where that
0: money was coming from.
1: Unclear where that money was coming from, but I believe Greg Enders has some skeletons in his closet. But he also, some just, in the he backyard. also just,
0: I also like Tim, I remember saying this in the episode, didn't shot. he was very much like, doesn't matter that they're girls. They can do this sport. They're better than all the boys. But he didn't shy them away from the realities of the situation, of no. why they weren't getting sponsored, of why things were harder for them. I think that's a good parent, is I alerting agree. them to the realities of the world, and that you might have the cards stacked against you sometimes. Mm,
1: Got to work that much harder. Definitely, yes. Jim and Judy Marshall, also an interesting pick. Not so much put on there for being literal superheroes. And, like, in Up Up in a way, they did do some things where I was like, okay, come on. Like, they were being, like...
0: They were a little too into their kid-having superpowers. They were a little too
1: into the kid-having superpowers. They didn't believe him about the mind-control thing. But admittedly, like, they thought it was possible, but then just he didn't have evidence. So they were Mm -hmm. like, whatever. But what I will say, the reason I want to include them is, again, this comes down to the acting. They were
0: good actors. Those
1: parents were given very little to work with, I feel like, and they just put it all on the line. They were like... We are, you know, and literal super like, superheroes living lives. I felt I believed I, them. I, I believed know, them. I
0: bet. And it's not just the best parent thing, it's just about, like, the acting, but it's also like, I think we bring up acting a lot, because it's like, for you to be voted best parent, we have to believe that you love your fake kids, mm-hmm. and that's what I think comes through in the end, especially the struggle with the dad of wanting him to have powers, and kind of that thing, and you kind of see it in the end where, like, he comes to terms with it and things like that, and mm-hmm. I, you you see the love, the familial love, that acting is really great.
1: For me personally, I go first, because it's my turn. Uh, for me personally, I think I'm going to throw this one to Gwen Piper. I think the even Steven's parents are great. Obviously, we talked about that. I think they're all great. But honestly, I think Emma's totally right. I think that movie would not be the level of okay that it is if it weren't for Gwen Piper. Like the scenes where we're cutting away for her to do her real estate comedy and at the grocery store are kind of stupid in concept. But just watching Judith Hoag up there just being like, Alright, I got this. And then giving sh- us something. And then giving slipping us it at the end and doing like a Wonder Woman style transformation into a Halloween town outfit is poetic cinema. And honestly, I think we can't give many good things to Halloween Town 4, so I want to give uh, that to her in Halloween Town 4.
0: I love that. I love that journey for us. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, the parents from even Stevens. Mm. I liked them the best, I think. And I and I think a lot of it came back to the mom being a senator, which <laughs> I know is, is a cheap, cheap ploy to get me into it, but I, I really liked that, and I liked them, and I thought they loved their kids.
1: They did. They absolutely did. And I have good news for you. I mean, the audience voted uh, for Eileen and Steve Stevens, but I will say this. Razor-thin margins on this one. Between whom? Gwen and Eileen and Steve Stevens. Yeah. 35% went to the Stevens. And that
0: might have been an unfair advantage because we've been with them longer. That's but true. But that's just true. how the well, people no, We've been with, with
1: Gwen for a long time, too. That's what I'm
0: saying, with both, the oh, both over the
1: so, others. Yes, so. Um... But 35% went to the Stevens, 34% went to Gwen. Damn. We're just cutting it close. Uh, but yeah, so, best parent, Eileen and Steve Stevens. Gwen, we love you. You're great. Love you. I also
0: like that the guy's name is Steve Stevens. That's, just, that's gold. That's, that's, gold. that's gold. gold. That's
1: gold. Now we come to a very interesting category this year, and which is generally one of Emma's favorite categories. Best original song. This but
0: year we had a lot of stinkers. This quotes. year we
1: had some Slim pickins, and honestly, that's on us because we and made... And
0: I wanted to do multiple zombie songs, and I was shut down. Zombies, Hive... I'm with you, and I thought every single one of these nominees the should be from Zombies. The reason
1: I shot this down was because we last year we did High School Musical and Camp Rock in the same year, which was a mistake on our really part. Really blew our wad. Really blew our wad. That's I, what I don't regret but it. But also, we, I dictated that we couldn't just make the whole thing Camp Rock and High School Musical songs, because that would just be the whole list. But so for this year, we have Starstruck from Starstruck, um, We So Fly from Radio Rebel, uh, Dream Vacation from Evan Stevens. That was good. And... Like, uh do it like the Zombies do Ugh. from Zombies 2. An absolute
0: classic. But again, I had a really hard time trying to lobby for one specific song from the Zombies 2 soundtrack. We, because we, there we, were so many bops that I was so obsessed with. We, and we it was really a, hard for me to pick the one that I wanted to be included.
1: We had a lengthy discussion about this. Um
0: I wanted the werewolf song. She did want the werewolf. Sick. So
1: she didn't want the werewolf song. I narrowed it down oh. to the Zombies... Thank you, Mama. To the uh, Zombies... Uh, do it like the Zombies do song. That's what we had to narrow it down to. Uh, because... And I, the reason I never done that, Emma also agrees do great. Do
0: it like the zombies. Great song.
1: That is the only song from that film that weeks later I was still going like, Do it like the zombies, come. Do don't stop. Oh, wow. Um, it just gets in your head, and I always love that. Dream Vacation um uh, was put on here because, as we said, there were slim pickings. But also, just the shock of that movie ending in a music video for a song sung by Christy Carlson Romano and, like, the, the Even Stevens band. I back love in her, that band. I love that that's, band. It's, it's just fantastic. It's, you don't see, it's like a sucker punch, but in a good way. I don't know how to describe it. It
0: felt very Brady Bunch, like, uh, at the end when they all had, you know, family band.
1: Yes, it did feel like that, but I loved it. I'm not here to say that it's outdated. It was great. We So Fly for Brady Revel. Again,
0: really sl- one of the, I feel like that just made it on there because it was one of the few things that I could attach to a Right, bubble. I was yes. like, I don't hate this so much. And
1: again, we had slim pickings for songs this year, but also an okay song. It's like the Mudslide Crush. Of, yeah, of, it of, is. Of, of, it was a
0: Mudslide Crush off the album, Nightmare a single. Yes,
1: and Starstruck, again, this was actually kind of difficult because there are some other pretty good songs in Starstruck, but this one I wanted to give because it's the only one that... Sterling Knight actually sings number one, and I like this song. It's a good song. It is a good song.
0: It didn't have the same affection. It's my turn, and so I will say, obviously, I vote with the zombies hype always. It is "Do It Like the Zombies Do" from Zombies Two.
1: Well, I hate to shock Yama, but I'm also going to pick "Do It Like the Zombies yes! Do." Um,
0: zombies. I,
1: I have been pretty hard. When does
0: Zombies Three come out? I I I, hopefully I never. Made it. I
1: have been very harsh of the Zombies franchise <laughs> for a while now, and I think. I kind of owe them this, number one. Uh give I them of, the respect. I kind of owe them this, and if I was going to give them a song ever, it would be in the year when their pickings are slim. And honestly, I do think Starstruck is a good song, but like, I don't, I've never been like, I w- would really like to just dance to Starstruck. No, it doesn't Starstruck. have that same It kind doesn't of have beat. that kind of it's kinetic. Not-
0: It's a good song, but it's not an earworm Yeah, in the way that Zombies is.
1: Uh, Which, unfortunately, the audience did vote handily for Starstruck. Sorry. Nearly 50% of the vote went to Starstruck. Wow. was always to be
0: fucking wrong. But,
1: as always, the opinions that matter most are
0: ours. And Um, how did Zombies finish? Hopefully second.
1: uh, Second, yes. Thank
0: God. Second,
1: but by a much shorter margin. But let's move on. Speaking of Starstruck, uh, we're going to move on to worst protagonist. And who's first in that category? But the one, the only... The truly dynamic, but in a bad way, Sarah Olson from *Starstruck*. What an
0: absolute monster! Just person.
1: wow! Just where was talk be?
0: about? not anyone you want to root for. Just, just screaming sc- at Sterling Knight the just entire going movie.
1: Back and forth on everything. Uh, Danny Wrigley from *Twas the Night*.
0: Truly. What a- I can't even picture him in my mind's eye. Like, well,
1: not notable. Number one, number two, just kind of a scumbag in general. Piece of shit. We almost did it in, switch him out for his uncle for Brian Cran- as Brian Cranston, but the problem is Brian Cranston was fun to watch because he's Brian yeah. Cranston. I have this a guy, hard time
0: saying I hate Brian Cranston in any role.
1: As Emma would say, this he was a nothing burger of <laughs> <Yeah>. a character. He
0: <laughs> was a nothing burger, but
1: also like a nothing burger that had gone that had gone bad. Yeah, it was like it was it was, it was not spoilt. great. Um, Tara Adams from Radio Rebel. What
0: a just. Fucking, yeah absolutely debbie
1: ryan making a lot of big decisions in that one um they're gonna leave it there and possibly as we, i think maybe
0: that's i mean this isn't a category but like that's the worst written protagonist like she didn't even have a a personality. like like debbie ryan made some crazy choices but there's just nothing they gave her nothing
1: to work with really so you can't blame except shy shy in quotation marks
0: um and then again
1: as we mentioned bouncing back and forth as always, Marnie Piper <laughs> in Halloween Town. What Ford. a real
0: race to the bottom of these people. What a real...
1: People. I think has she been... I think every year we've done it, she's either been worst or best protagonist.
0: I wanted you to not even say Marnie Piper. You should have listed in the poll it as fake Marnie. Fake because we all know, justice for real Marnie. This is not a Marnie I recognize.
1: That's It is true. It this is, is. Sarah is Sarah Paxton
0: doing a terrible Something. job. Again,
1: not given a lot to work with. No, I
0: didn't even really mean her acting. I kind of just no. also meant like Marnie in this script is a big, dummy she's a and, dumbass. And she's a dumbass which Marnie has been in other movies as well but yes. this one was almost glaring where it was like you can easily solve these problems but you're actually just too stupid when the rubber meets the road to like help I, yourself.
1: Uh I'm going first and I I think I'm going to have to give it to Marnie just because of the fact she gets the key from her grandmother in the past right? That opens the box that, that ostensibly dooms, was... that ostensibly dooms the universe.
0: I'm breaking and out in she, hives. I she, cannot.
1: She gets it and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna give this to you. Don't." open the box and destroy the universe, right? And she's like, got it, no problem, thanks for the key. <laughs> she then goes to the future, and what is the first thing she does when she gets back to her apartment, Emma? She fucking opens the box. She opens the goddamn box. Like if, She had no motivation no to motivation. Do so. No motivation. All she had, if I were her, and the mom and the grandma handed me the key, I would have literally just swallowed the key. And, and I literally like, was like, my stomach acid is dissolving this key.
0: Also, when she did it, I was like, it. nah! nah like I screamed. <laughs> with the tea. I was like, why? Why?
1: It's single-handedly the stupidest decision, Marty. Like, in the second one, one, which is also where I think she was nominated for worst. Her decisions came from the fact that she was a hormonal teenager and got very attracted to Cal, and that caused her slip up. It's understandable. She it was wasn't all...
0: even digmatized in this one.
1: No, she just was like, "I need to know about these powers that I have, even if it dooms everybody." And even though the fact I have no reason to open, like, was that? No, it was before they turned Dylan to the dog, and they were blackmailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, well no, no, yeah. I'm Marty. Rough, rough move, Emma.
0: Mine's gonna be for um the absolute miserable girl from starstruck yeah tara tara sarah sarah tara I, radio rebel literally sarah i hate her and only because like i really refrain from especially young women i don't like on this podcast to call young women a bitch and i called her a bitch multiple times <laughs> because i truly could not think of a better no different word to describe her that was accurate
1: i'm gonna change i i don't think tara i think sarah is the worst written protagonist yeah because, she really because like
0: Because if you look at the bad
1: writing surrounding these people, Tara, like they were like, you're shy, and that's it. But they at least gave her one solid direction for her to run with.
0: They didn't even give the scroll anything, Sarah will just be mean to this man. You're either
1: 100% in love, ready to rip your pants off, and go with Christopher Wilde, or you are going to murder Murder, this man with no explanation how she gets from one to the other.
0: The, the sheer, like, nonsense, but like, the sheer nothing behind her rage and her, like, I, I truly just, I think for me it's, like, the insane rudeness. Like, I wouldn't even speak to someone this way if they, like, ran over my dog No. Like, you know, they, she speaks to this man as if he has just killed a family member in front of her. Like, and she's, like, off, been, off the
1: and jump. She, and she's handcuffed to him in the and, desert and, or And something.
0: off the jump, she hates him so much. And they don't give us a reason no. for her to behave that way. So the entire movie, I was just infuriated by her. Her pre- presence, her dialogue, yep. everything about it. It's like if you
1: put up notes on a whiteboard that'd be like, Sarah is angry at Chris. And then step two, blank. Sarah is now falling in love with Chris. And then blank, blank. Sarah is furious at Chris and then you never wrote anything the to, in between to write and guess
0: she's a beautiful girl and I just think there was just nothing there and the anger it it, it was bad and I it hated her I hated her uh,
1: well uh, the audience could have hated her too because she won the fan yeah, poll. so that's going to go to yeah, Sarah Olsen fuck
0: Sarah <laughs> <laughs> I hated her now we- and I think you know also before we move on just because I want to like really level this out I don't, don't just hate this girl don't have this actress but I think the reason that she made me so mad was because I think i would have really liked that movie that movie would have been great that movie would have been made for me that is like every like girl's fantasy like i would have loved that movie i liked him and i was like if she was better this would have been a great movie and
1: we'll talk about that a little later on because that's going to be a a factor later but we're going to move on to one of two nearly all or nothing matchups from the polls this year Mm -hmm. it was it was heaven or hell baby like there were two massive standouts from the polls i'm very interested to see where this goes our first is in the best protagonist category Number one, Andy Brink Brinker from Brink. Gotta love him gotta love the founder of Team Pup and Suds.
0: <laughs> I do believe when this movie came out I did say if he was leading a cult I would join it. I like, we've I was... said
1: that about a scary amount of characters. Like, that... I,
0: was, but I was believed it with him. I was like whatever he's selling I'm buying it.
1: Uh, number two Christopher Wilde again like liked him. him a lot. He was great. Kelly Collins from Cadet Kelly. Loved her. Loved her. Uh, I almost said Liz McGuire.
0: Ribbon dancing.
1: Hilary Duff absolutely killing it in her one DCOM shot. Mm. Um, and then Michael Woods from Horse Sense. Oh,
0: yeah. Team In too. Team,
1: uh, Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. I always get confused with Joey Lawrence giving a great performance, making me care about a character that I should not have cared about. Yep. Did a great job. It's your turn to go first, I think.
0: It's a tough one, guys. Um. Oh, they know it's a
1: tough one, Evan. This was a.
0: This has gotta be close. And I think I know who it comes down to. I'm sure to you Because do. I'm going between two in my head. Yeah. And I don't wanna, um, not to be a traitor to my gender or anything. Um, but I have to pick Brink. Um, not Cadet Kelly. Um, just because, and I will only refer to her as her title, Cadet Kelly, not Kelly. Um, because I, genuinely liked him so much as a person and while I really liked Kelly and warmed to her too she just made choices that were sometimes hard for me to reconcile like I would be like can't you just try a little bit like just I'm someone who really isn't a person me personal thing I'm a really big brown noser following the rules kind of person especially in school so when she would purposely do shit that she knew was wrong it sometimes drove me nuts and she sometimes was a little too, like, zany and, like, all over the place for me. Like, when she knocked over that fishbowl and was, like, shoving a camera in everyone's oh, face, I that she was, about like, mouthing on Chinese We I was just like, I can't, Mowing this is, on Chinese like, food? not relatable to me. She's a little bit too much. Um, she was a little much. It was a little much. And I sometimes was just like, can't you just try? Which, like, I know you were put in a bad situation, but, like, let's make the best of it, sister. I did like her, and she's obviously amazing and inspiring. But Brink has a special place in my heart. I love that man. He, has never done anything wrong ever. He was a good son who just loved <laughs> to skate. He was a soul skater and he led that team of misfits like a, a true, 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 true cult leader would. I think he was a great cult leader and I would join that cult.
1: I, I don't know why it doesn't always come back to cults with you. It's always like, oh, if they were really leading cult, I would cult. Soul me.
0: skating was a cult. Um, but
1: uh, I'm absolutely going to agree with you. I got to give this to Andy Brink- Brinker. The reasoning, because I think I don't, th- I wouldn't say that Kelly's decisions made me upset at her. Up to a point, once she had her first day there and was starting to learn, like, hey, how's here's how things work. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm going to paint Christy Carlson Romano's head, and I'm not going to expect to get in trouble for that one. Or I'm still going to sleep with this blanket, even though I know Christy Carlson Romano's going to tear it if she finds it again. Yeah,
0: that's my point.
1: Yeah. I, um, and, and like we're saying, Brink made bad choices, but, because, but they were all character motivated. Like, he betrayed his friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he needed he needed that money because his dad, his mom wasn't selling houses. The dad hurt his back; he couldn't do construction work. It was he was in a tough situation. That Brink and I'll be damned if I don't believe in him. Um, Also, yes, uh, the the big showdown in this round was between uh, Cadet Kelly and Andy Brink Brinker, but the audience did also give it to Andy Brink Brinker. Yes, he's coming away with another unanimous.
0: What a runaway!
1: Um, But now we've talked about the good guys. Let's talk about the bad guys. So we're going to move on to Worst Antagonist. Again, we say this... I feel like we have to repeat this every year. Worst in, like, in the sense I of... I
0: was confused about this too, guys. When we're yeah, yeah. To pick them. In the
1: sense of, like their role in the film not like oh if they ba- yes if they're bad guys isn't it good to be worse no it's like, it means
0: like they're not a good invention of a script like yes. they are they are poorly like, written poorly like, executed like
1: Loki in the Marvel movies versus Yellow jacket in the Marvel movies like who's the worst villain Yellow jacket
0: yeah uh, yeah because Loki's mean but he's great Exactly.
1: So, first up, we have the Dominion for Halloween Town 4. Just so fucking, just,
0: what an absolute nothing burger.
1: Uh, Malcolm from Up Up and Away. Uh, Dina Reams from Den Brother. Who is Malcolm? Uh, the E from, uh, oh, E. <laughs>
0: refer to him by his proper name, he's E from Entourage.
1: E from, E from Entourage. Or as you called him, Turtle from Entourage. <laughs> for a good, good um, time. And then Jordy and, and or Rusty Knowlton from uh Right on Track. Those people were fucking assholes.
0: Who was the third one?
1: Dina Reams from Den Brother.
0: Oh, that bitch. The girl oh, with the bumper. Sorry, Lady I've been saying with... bitch in a lot. And I'm so, that's saying... an
1: adult woman, though. Is it my turn to go first? Yeah. Yes. Here's what I'm going to say about the Dominion, and I'm going to shock you on this one a little bit. The Dominion, terrible execution. Terrible, terrible execution. Just like their whole thing is like, we're evil, we want to take over Halloween Town, we're not gonna be interesting in any way. And to be fair, Halloween Town has always had problems with the villains. The villain from Halloween Town 3 was also just nothing.
0: It was almost it was it was like a v- Dominion, but it was like a different Dominion. No, it was just it was one guy. And he guy. was like his own dominion. He was, like, he
1: was doing his own shit. But I'm not gonna give this to the Dominion because they took a big swing with the Dominion. They tried something new. I can respect that attempt. I think Silas Sinister and the Sinister Sisters were poorly executed, but I think that could have been a fun idea if they had had fun with it. But they were like, we're just going to have him talk in a deep voice.
0: yeah, like yeah, movie And have um, a
1: very generic villain plan. The
0: term Sinister, sinister Sisters" sister, is great. Is, uh, it, uh, impossible to say, but a great right. concept.
1: Great concept. You could have had so much fun. It sounds like a totally spies villain. Yeah, it's amazing. It's great. For me, I mean, Dina is on this one because she's annoying. She was just annoying. She popped her head in all the time and never really interested me in any way. For me, it's really going to come down between malcolm slash e slash turtle or the knowltons i'm tempted not to give it to the knowltons because they were so absent from that film for most of it and also i kind of wanted erica to end up with geordie as we all know i
0: did i felt that but
1: also i can't excuse the blatant sexism presented by those two and i'm not gonna let that stand uh in 2020 without at least putting them on the list i think i'm gonna have to i think i've talked myself into i'm gonna have to give it to malcolm because number one he wanted to mind control people which is always not good. He's um, also
0: dressed like a Miami's Coke dealer like from in, 1990 I'm, to I'm, five. I'm,
1: I never understood...
0: He was controlling that sweet woman. Yes, he technology. was also te- also terrible to women. He was like an abusive boyfriend. Also
1: terrible to women, number one. And I just never got like, what was his vibe? He wanted to like either steal... Bad vibes. steal Bad vibes. Steal things or take over the world. It was one of the two.
0: And also like, I don't really like fucking villains where like their prey is elementary school children. It's true. That's a it's tough true. thing to latch onto. It's like, it, not because I'm like, oh, it's like he's the most evil. It's just because it's like a fucked up, plan? It's like, what What villain, what adult man, what E from Entourage, picture that man in your mind, his plan to take over the world is to mind control elementary school children? That's fucking stupid. Just a dumb plan.
1: And then even when he starts, I'm saying, I'm going to mind control superheroes. Wouldn't you mind like mind
0: control like the fucking leads of Goldman Sachs and wire yourself like a billion dollars? One, 000, 000, 000. One like, would think. Well, there's better ways. One if you have the, if you have access to mind control, there's better things to do with it.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Even when he tried to mind control superheroes, it was so, it was like a back, the thing he he stumbled into. It. Well, that wasn't part of the plan. Uh, but yeah, my vote's gonna go to, to Malcolm Slashy from Up Up and Away. Emma, are you on with me on this one?
0: No, I actually have to go with the the, the Jordy, the Jordy boys.
1: Oh, Jordy and Rusty Nolan. I
0: fucking hate those guys. As a woman, I and actually not even Jordy, Rusty. I got it out for you, man. <laughs> that man when he literally looked at like a grown fifty year old father looked at those girls and was like, you "Can't fucking race here." And like I was like, "This is insane." Like it's not like it's. Actually, evil is just like... This is... What man would do this? Or say this out loud? What person? What person would do this? And again, it also infuriated me that they weren't more of a factor. That, like, the things they needed to overcome in that movie were, like... Wanting to join the volleyball team? Like, (laughs) I wanted those guys... If you're gonna have a 50-year-old man at a soapbox derby or whatever the hell it is be like girls can't race then like make him a villain villain like give me and then there was all that bullshit with the cars but then it was like such a nothing burger yeah. at the end when he was like take apart the car and they're like it's fine and, and I was also like,
1: and also there was the fact okay, have him
0: sabotage the car he,
1: here's the thing here's here's what i'm gonna say we have a, um it's a three-way tie because the audience gave it to the dominions from halloween town four but the thing is emma has just talked me over to her side with picking Jordan Russell because here's my fact the reason i'm picking malcolm is because he's so in that movie and you you see him all the time and you hate watching him, the, like, the worst part about Jordy Rusty, and Rusty Nolden is that they are not in that movie, they are not enough of a villain to be, like, they make you want to hate yes. the people and then they're like, alright, you won't see them for they two hours. They that
0: guy and then they disappear and then they come back and they like, take apart the car. I'm like, I thought for sure I was like, he's going to sabotage their cars at one point. No, I didn't, Give even, me that. I didn't even think it was that. I thought he was at
1: least putting in a BS claim to stall them, but I, then it wasn't. It, wasn't. it, it he, was, he, he, like, genuinely believed they had, like, computer wired the it car. It was mad dumb. It was mad dumb. dumb. Alright, Jordan and Rusty Knowlton take. It'll la eke it out just at the end after quite a bit of deliberation. Let's move on to the best antagonist. Again, this was the second one I was talking about. Another showdown between two giants. Um, and you, I bet you can guess who immediately. First up is Val from Break. Let's hang let's let's save it. Um next up, Miles McDermott from Even Stevens. Really great character. He was, I think, a surprise from that film. I didn't enter that film thinking I'm gonna end up Loving Tim Meadows and his performance in this film, but he really he Tim kinda, Meadows
0: is great. He, in he honestly kinda
1: walked away with that movie for me personally. Yeah. He he did. Uh next up, Jennifer Stone, aka Christie Carlson Romano. Oh, wow, what an absolute um, legend. And then the werewolves in zombies 2.
0: Uh, and zombies too. I like I liked all these antagonists. I liked all these
1: antagonists. The problem Emma actually had to talk me into including the werewolves because they weren't necessarily villains. They kind of were because they had their own plans and machinations they were going for. But they become their friends by the end, without shocking. I mean,
0: wouldn't you say the same? The same argument could be made for Kat Kelly. They have a begrudging expect, respect at the end. Yes,
1: but I think she fl- she fills the villain role more fully immediately like when you meet her you're like oh these two are gonna have a yeah. thing
0: they are diametrically opposed foes um
1: and sure she comes around at the end but i'm saying like i think this the werewolves were never posed as like an obstacle or like a foil
0: okay. do you know what i mean yeah
1: but emma who are you it's your turn this is tough it's tough i'm not saying it's i want to
0: give it to my girl ccr but at the same time, she's also...
1: While you're thinking, let me say my thoughts. Um, Val is one of the greatest Disney Channel villains we've that encountered. He's one of the He's best.
0: just, like, so much more. He's, he's, he's the low-key of Disney Channel villains.
1: He's Sharpay and Ryan level of yes, S-tier like, villains.
0: Like, Jennifer Stone is great, and I like her, but she's almost, like, too sympathetic, in mm-hmm. a way. Like, I almost feel bad for her. It's a, At certain points, like it's like she just, this is her school, and, like, this she's got her hair painted for, like, wanting to play by the rule. Like, I don't know. Like, Val has a great level of like, s- like mustache twirling, snarling, like out to get just on Brink, and it, it's it's just villainy at its, it's finest. And it's finest. and he preys on Val and on Brink's weak spots with the and money He's a perfect
1: foil to, to the Brink, main ca- main character, Brink, Brink. Brink,
0: who's all about the the flash and not about the soul of the skating. I gotta go with Val.
1: I'm also gotta go with Val. Like the second I saw, I will say I was tracking the polls while they were coming in. A lot of people searched for Jennifer Stone and Val. Didn't have the lead immediately And I was like Oh god is Val not gonna win The popular vote He needs to win the popular vote Val ended up winning The popular vote Very close though uh But it's another unanimous decision for Val. Because he, like, we said this, I think, last year when we had to And put, I'm not
0: just calling him Loki because he's got those...
1: No, 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 no. Long <laughs> locks. That's
0: not
1: even what I thought you were saying. We said this last year because we had Sharpay and Ryan go up against, like, Seamus McTiernan from Luckily the Irish, who were also also a great villain. And we were like, if any other year, they might have taken it. Chrissy Carlson and Ronaldo might have taken it. Honestly, Miles, yeah. Mc, Miles McDermott might have taken it if it wasn't such a jam-packed year. But Val is S-tier villainy, and he's got to take it in my opinion. Yes. Okay, category eight, we're getting to the last few categories, Emma, and this is one that I know you hold very near and dear, cause it's what you watch these movies mm. for. Worst romance.
0: Yes, I do watch these movies for bad romances by Lady Gaga. Honestly, more
1: than the, uh, more than the good romances. Yeah, I like, I like it when it's bad. First up, Tara and Gavin, Radio Rebel. Jesus
0: Christ
1: um alex and matisse from Dan brother
0: i literally hated that so much yeah,
1: everything about that was bad if i'm being quite frank ren and mutai slash jason from to watch. it's hard to watch
0: and like what's weird is though i also I, just don't like ren being reduced to that no. I, that was and that I, was also a character thing she is such a strong independent woman like yeah. being like slobbering all over mutai's knob was not and, and shout to out now. to
1: our guest for that episode Brittany, pointing out that they just like Slapped in the face of the whole romance that I've been building with Larry, that other character. Yep. Like that's a dick thing to do in a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: And but also what I was gonna say was I think part of the joke is that it's hard to watch. Like they're like, isn't it funny how this doesn't work? And I'm like, no, it just doesn't it just, work. It,
0: yeah, it's not funny. It's hard to watch. Like, I yeah. it get it's the meta thing of it's a reality show, but it's also just like this is the movie that's culminating a TV series. I would just like to see my character be my character that I love. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Well, <laughs> I I will I think you're gonna have a lot to say about our last one, Emma. Oh, God. who so, is of course fucking
0: Christopher Wilde and whatever. No, no,
1: Marnie and Ethan from oh Halloween my Town God. 4. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. I'm going to try to carefully here, Knowing that Lucas Graviel is a straight man. That is what he is in real life. We have now come far enough in society that like Lucas Graves has given interviews, Kenny Ortega's given interviews, that like Ryan is supposed to be coded in high school musical as gay. Like he is dressed in a way, he behaves in a way. Or at the
1: very least, realizing he is gay, gay now that he's Or in high would school.
0: realize it in college. Yes. As Kenny Ortega. Like it's, it's it's Kenny Ortega, it's a it's supposed to be an allegory for him growing up yeah. as a gay man. This character of
1: Ethan Ethan you forgot his name didn't you Uh, yep
0: in this movie Return to Halloween Town is coded as a homosexual (laughs) there is no ifs ands (laughs) or buts around it if you want to make me believe in a romance don't dress a man like that don't do it. It's not mystical. He's not in a cape. He's just dressed like Ryan from fucking High School Musical. To
1: be fair, it's also it's this movie and the last one as well. Like, down through, he was also dressed. Remember, didn't he wear like a bunch of weird
0: belt buckles? There's so many belts and vests. There was vest. and hats. It's. Crazy! It's like they were like, oh, I love that girl you had on High School Musical. Bring her over. Except for actually the High School Musical's after this. I don't know. No. I don't know what Lucas Graviel did. I
1: think High School Musical... I think Halloween Town 3 was maybe pre-High School Musical. Halloween Town oh, 4 was 3 was. 3, three, was, was, three four was, was. 4 was definitely. But it's
0: like he liked working with Denise in costumes from HSM, and they were like, bring her over. And I was like, <laughs> N- it's a different character. You're a heterosexual love interest. What's going on? And then also the fucked up thing of like him not telling her, he had gotten his magic taken off. I hated this. I hated this. I didn't buy it for in a second.
1: Here, here's what I'm gonna say. I don't have that whole rant and take. And even if you just take away any of the coding conversation that we're having about his character, these two people had no chemistry. None. No. Like I would even like I would say between all the other nominees, you could at least say that they like the way that Debbie Ryan looked at Gavin in her insane, over the top way was in some form genuine. I
0: like to say this phrase because I know I've said it before I'll say it again but it a ham and an Allen wrench. It was like there was a piece of ham and an Allen wrench. Yes. absolutely nothing going on between those two.
1: Nothing going on there. Um, except
0: for maybe friendship which why couldn't they just be friends? She already you
1: did a great romance in Halloween Town High with the murderer from American <laughs> yeah. Horror Story and then this one it's like we're not going to acknowledge anything that happened in Halloween Town High except for when we absolutely need, need to. to. Um, so we're not going to talk about that guy ever
0: oh, I just, I hated that guy it's, It was, it felt, I also hate romances And any plot point in these movies Where it feels like they think I'm dumb Like we're not dumb, we just watched the other movie We know what love looks like And it's not this Stop trying to shove it down my throat Just because a kid
1: For me it's coming down to Ren and Mutai And or Marty and Ethan Because those movies don't need love stories and I, I mean, like... It I, did, I did, we are
0: dealing with, like, generational time travel, haunted necklaces, human butt-to-dog transformation. We don't need her to don't sexy ride a broom with Ethan.
1: We don't need that, and we don't need the romance angle of the reality show thing that's going on at even Stevens. Den Brother, a good chunk of that movie is devoted to the fact that he likes Matisse and he wants to charm her. And it works because it's tangential to the whole Den Brother, like, leading the troop plot. Like, it works. Uh, completely. Tara and Gavin, like... I I do like it's you watch that grow as like she interacts with him more and more over the course of the film. It works as part of her journey to becoming herself that she always was, whatever that movie was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to go Ren and Mutai, I think, just because like how little I care for that. Like, for I don't care as an audience member as watching it, and I think the fact that they felt they need to write that in is a fail on the entire film's part.
0: I'm going Marnie and Ethan.
1: Well, good, because the audience agrees with you. But yeah. I wanted to give a shout-out to just how insane that move was. And those were the two uh, front-runners on yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, and I felt that. that was a-
1: And now we have the last of our interesting categories for this particular year, which was Best Romance.
0: Because no there, to the
1: there were, we were doing some scraping at the bottom of the barrel on this one, but let's My start...
0: nails actually hurt from scraping the bottom of the barrel
1: But let's start with some, a genuine positive, in a way Which is Sarah and Christopher from Starstruck
0: Now, some of you might think
1: this should go in worst romance And I don't blame you, because Sarah is such a horrible human being But
0: I think the argument here is, and just to cut to the chase I think the argument is that when they're good, they are good yes it's just those their valleys.
1: romance scenes together are good
0: when she's in a good mood, when she's not having a good day <laughs> things are good and by good day I mean good 30 minutes and they uh, like, have
1: great chemistry they have good banter back and forth it yeah. works when it works
0: yeah and when it doesn't it really doesn't but they do have and that is I think it is a movie about romance first so that's it, it, yeah. like that is what that is
1: uh, Zed and Addison Zombies uh, 2 this one was tricky because this one wasn't one of so much had this been much.
0: zombies one, I would have been a runaway yes because yeah. I love that. Well, I think
1: you were when we did Zombies yes. 1. I think you did give it a I, I love
0: them so much, but this thing that made me only slightly doubt their everlasting zombie human love is that this weird... Will this it weird, be everlasting?
1: She's gonna die eventually. Now
0: that she's an alien, which, oh. stay tuned! <laughs> um, the other thing is, like, the Twilight rip-off. When they tried to, like, make him kind of jealous of a I'm werewolf. a werewolf. It's literally and a werewolf. I was like, this again. is mad dumb. And then, like, he was mad at her for I was, wanting to be a werewolf. I was
1: tempted to list her and Wyatt, I think the character's name was, even though that was all of one scene. Oh, that one That's scene. one scene. Then we have Lewis and Tawny from Even Stevens. Again, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Not a huge plot point of that film that they are a couple. But Emma and I agreed that it was a good little cap to their relationship to have that thing in the beginning where she's kind of like, seriously, like, this is how you're gonna be. And then at the end to see them kind of be like, yeah, okay, and like, like playful and fun. It was nice. And again, in a year when we didn't have a lot of good relationships, we had to, uh, make, do with what we could. Uh, and last, this is an unprecedented event for the Toys Awards. We did list Val and Brink as one of the nominees.
0: Because, guys, let's just face it. They, there was something going there on was, there.
1: They, they eventually, they went to college, they came back home, they rediscovered themselves, the and they way fell in love. They, they were
0: obsessed with each other. They
1: were obsessed with each other.
0: And, like, in a good way. Like, like I it's... wanted to see it play out. And this is my problem with Disney Channel. And maybe someday we'll get there in 2020. I want to see a gay relationship in one of these movies. It's... I want to see a healthy gay relationship stop coding it stop teasing me stop queer baiting me and give me the goods mama and that's what i wanted what i, I, I wanted, wanted to see these two men i did admit that they i were wanted rivals to each lovers each
1: i wanted rivals to was lovers. was brink
0: even in love with the girl
1: no that was not a factor
0: yeah see he was in love with val he was in love with val. didn't even try and i uh, and, and val was in love with him and they, that's why he was bullying him it was like sandbox yes, paradox
1: it was and I, I'm right. I, I, I'm i with you. I don't think I can give them... Oh, wait, is it my turn? No, it's your turn, actually. But I don't know if we can actually give them the award just based on the fact that Disney Channel is cowards and they won't let us have what we truly want.
0: Shots fired, Disney.
1: Shots balls in your court.
0: Then I think I will have to go with Addison and Zed. I know they didn't give their best performance in Zombies too, but I still just like them so much together, and I like him and I like her. And when they were maybe going to break up, it stressed me out. Like I would—that's how you know that you care. Like it's like when the fucking Christopher Wilde and Tara were fighting, I was like, just Sarah. go. I don't care. When Sarah and Christopher Wilde were fighting on that beach, I was like, walk away, sweetie. You don't deserve him. Like I just didn't care. Like I did not want Addison and Zed to break up. Yeah, but
1: my problem with doing that is just that it's like it's barely a part of Zombies too. And I I think for as many problems as we have with Starstruck, I think I want to give it to Sarah and Christopher. For having like easily out of all of these the best chemistry and back and forth out of all the couples, that's where my head's at. Now we do have the problem that the audience did give it to Val and Brink. Understandable, very understandable. Emma, do you maybe want to join me on the starstruck side so we can have a winner? Fine. Thank you, Emma. Here's what I will. Here's what I will leverage for you. When we do Zombies Three, when that happens, I will be all in with Zed and Addison with you on that one, no matter what happens. So we're gonna give that one to Sarah Christopher, very begrudgingly. We all know in our hearts it's Val and Brink, but until Disney Channel makes a sequel and confirms
0: it, commit to change. Disney. Commit to
1: change. It's 2020. Get at it. All right, final category, and Emma, it's your apparent favorite one. I have no, I had no idea this was your favorite. I love this one. I had no idea this was your favorite, considering I almost got rid of it this year, but it's back again, and that is most super. I've had Trump up on it every time. I should think of a better name.
0: Superfluous. Most superfluous. He just totally didn't get it, guys. Superfluous.
1: Most (laughs) super. Most, superflu- most superfluous character. There, there you we go. go. Um, first, we have Boomer from Brink.
0: That guy did nothing but break his arm.
1: Broke his arm, and then, like, they wanted to make you care about anything. He but maybe then, he maybe joined the Soul Skaters. But never
0: really gave us an answer never there. Never really,
1: no. Uh, Could have done more with Boomer. Could have done more with Boomer. Titus from Den Brother, who is his ho- ice hockey rival, who is in two scenes. He in. had
0: romantic tension with it, and they just skated apart. We, we yeah, never... but We
1: barely ever saw his face, and he just no. gives him a black eye at one point. Yeah, like, dumb. Like if you're gonna give him an ice hockey rival, make it worth it. And
0: also waste of a cool name, Titus? Come on, commit to the bit, Titus. Uh
1: Ichabod Grog from Halloween Town. This 4. guy
0: was a nothing burger. And this also feeds into my thing of the Dominion being a nothing burger. Like we we said this in the episode, but just to recap, like you we didn't need, need him. him. We didn't need him. If you already had the e- other evil principal, yep. why does she need an evil Ichabod Crane looking sidekick?
1: Just make Professor Periwinkle the Debbie Ryan Re- De- the Debbie Reynolds stand in teach archaeology instead of that weird Shakespeare class she I, teaches, and then you're fine. Why you, do
0: they even have a Shakespeare class? It makes
1: no sense. Um, and last, but certainly not least, the soul the sole people that have kept this character, <laughs> this, this category are Barry and Larry from Radio Rebel.
0: Absolute.
1: Mad lads.
0: Wastes of space. Just. Mad lads. Just
1: absolute mad lads.
0: <laughs> One had an OCD that appeared for two lines.
1: And the other, was in love with Radio Rebel. They that's were about twins,
0: it. and we didn't find that out until minute fifty-three. We didn't know their names until minute seventy-five. I hated these men. They were completely pointless to the plot, and it, my vote is for them.
1: Yeah, my—I mean, I said it in the episode. I've got to give it to Barry and Larry. And There's I just and no. And I feel bad for saying in the episode because he wanted—they wanted, they wanted it in a landslide uh, with the audience, and I feel like I kind of hide no them audience. up. But you know what? I don't care because it was so justified, Emma. They were just, the fact we had to spend any time on them.
0: It was a waste of my life, personally. You
1: don't know how lucky you are against the fact that we skipped over all their parts in Radio Rebel, but that is gonna do it for us, everyone. That is our final award. We hope you all had a lovely time coming. Thank you so much for coming Drive out safe. virtually. Drive safe. Um, winners and kind of losers, I guess, if you want a worse category. Your statues are not in the mail because they don't exist and you just have to carry that shame forever. Um, I think, oh! Oh, I'm an idiot. I forgot. I forgot the thing we. I knew there was something else we do, and I forgot. We have to go over all the characters that we lost this year. We have to do our in memoriam, beginning, of course, with the the mom and den brother who tragically died, and left that grossly incompetent father to try and raise the two children. Why wasn't he worse parent? Because he still tried, and he did a good job in his he trying. Was
0: trying, not getting any child care for those two kids, but um, except for that decrepit housekeeper. Yeah, who
1: died. No, just was old. Must
0: have immediately she after just, died. <laughs>
1: just felt like. Let's bone. include
0: her just in case.
1: Yeah, just in case. Uh, speaking of ju- maybe also just in case, I will say uh, Grandma Aggie from Halloween Town Four. Not dead in canon, but Debbie Ry- Reynolds is now dead, and that was her last yeah. appearance. And I put appearance in quotation marks because that
0: get her to the studio
1: barely counts. Um, I don't think anybody died, in even Stevens. Love the love between. Uh, characters died, but other than that, a ton of people and presumably the reindeer died of reindeer flu in Twas the Night. I'm making that call <laughs> I think right there now. was
0: multiple deaths in that movie that I've, we didn't.
1: Oh yeah, very much so. Very off screen. Also, didn't they leave the little guys tiny at the end? They probably are all They're dead. dead. They're very dead. Cadet Kelly, I'm still convinced that the dad died and was resuscitated. <laughs> uh,
0: so when I saw that pool of red, yeah, I was like, R.I.C., he's, homie. He's dead.
1: In Zombies 2, again, all the zombies are kind of dead technically, maybe. I don't know what the hell's going on with Addison, but... Uh, uh, maybe her too. Someone dead in Star starstruck. No. The
0: grandpa. Oh
1: yeah, the grandpa. Yeah, wore, that we fall. <laughs> that wore the fit, and that she had a weird attraction to him because he looked good in that bucket hat. Yeah, her, her dead
0: grandpa. Her cats. dead, dead
1: grandfather. That the
0: grandma apparently zoomed on to her new boyfriend. Oh, on. And she was
1: waiting for that. Uh, waiting
0: for him to stop. Kissing. Waiting for that
1: hard to stop beating. Erica Ender's very nearly died in ride right on track in that horrific yep. crash. I don't think was dead in Radio Rebel. Except for my soul. Except for, yes.
0: Her dad was in Thailand. Her dad dead. was in
1: Thailand, supposedly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Thailand means dad. dead. Dead. Um, also, you know what? Let's just throw that out there because we did cover in a bonus episode. Nicolas Cage's mom is supposed to be dead in, in National Treasure 1, but she's not. She is two. revived she and she is she's Helen Mirren <laughs> National <laughs> in
0: National Treasure 2. Not sequel.
1: Um, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this fun little mini-sode where we go over the past year. I hope you will enjoy our next season as much as you enjoyed the last one. And instead of doing all our plugs and everything, let's just give a heartfelt thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening, and uh, hope you'll stick around for more. Goodbye. Emma, sing the outro song. No. There is no outro song. That was a test. Goodbye. <laughs>